Hey guys, it's Kathy. So welcome to one of our mini episodes. We are going to be bringing you a daily dose. I want to be here with you every day. I want to be that one person who's always in your life to bring you home to yourself, to give you that little bit of the break in the clouds, to show you, yes, you do belong here. No, you're not broken. And yes, you're needed. And I'm hoping that each day, There'll be something that I have to share with you that will encourage you, that will inspire you, that will make you feel less alone. So I'm really excited because I'm going to be doing a five-day free workshop. Have any of you ever come to any of my free five-day challenges? I love spending this time with you guys because I know you listen to the podcast, but then we get to actually hang out and it's really fun and I'm I'm there. I'm all in. You know how I, I teach is I don't usually over prepare. I don't have any scripts. There's no slideshows. It's not like this big webinar. It's just me and you open heart just dropped in and giving you the best of what I have to give. And so we're going to be spending five days together. It's free. You can sign up at kathyheller.com slash challenge. This one is called your soul's calling. And for five days, we're going to talk about what is it that you are being called to do here. I do believe that everyone has been given a divine assignment. All of us, each one of us is needed to make the world complete. It's like a puzzle. And if any one of us is missing, that puzzle doesn't actually become whole. And so it's my mission to empower every person that I could possibly connect with to show you clearly that there is something inside of you that never was, never will be. And so we will spend five days together and talk about how do you identify it? How do you have the courage to act on it? And how do you take it and live into that potential and step into your greatness? So come join me for five days. It's going to start um, June 7th, but you can sign up now. Go to kathyheller.com slash challenge. It's going to be amazing. So here's what was on my heart today. Let's take a listen. Oh, this has been such a hard week. Such a hard week. One of the hardest parts right now for me is that I want to, I want to live my life with integrity. And I feel frightened. And I'm a mother. And I have a platform. And I love people. I love people. Some people say, I'm a cat person, I'm a dog person. I always say, I'm a people person. I love people. And right now, the world is very dark and it feels like things are so black and white. It feels like I'm not allowed to share my experience because if I do, it makes me mad. That doesn't feel good. And I want every person in this world to be free. I want that so badly. That's why I do my show. I want every person to feel seen. I want every person to know that they matter and to feel empowered. I want every person to feel 
that they are a masterpiece, a piece of the master, because they are. Every person was put here because every person is needed to complete this beautiful puzzle. And without one of us, it's not complete. I believe that. And I don't just talk about this. I do everything I can to live this. Every person I meet, I try to hold up a mirror and say, do you see what I see in you? <laughs> and I never, ever see things one way. I'm a Gemini. And I love that about me because I always see both sides. Always. Because there are always two sides to see. And when I was in college, I went on a birthright Israel trip. And I walked in that land. And I felt that there's something so powerful there. There's a reason why three four of the biggest world religions people love that land there is grace <laughs> and i loved it so much i went back after college and i thought i was gonna stay for a few weeks i stayed in israel for almost three years and that thing i said before you're a masterpiece a piece of the master that you're needed. I learned that in Israel. I learned that from my rabbi, Rabbi David Aaron, one of the kindest, kindest human beings who I speak to almost every day on WhatsApp, who lives in Jerusalem. I met so many good people. I met so many good Arabs, so many good Jews. I saw them work together, hug each other, be friends with each other. And when I got there, I said, why don't they show this on the news? And I saw a gay pride parade in Jerusalem. And I said, oh my gosh, I'm so proud, so proud to be part of the only place in the Middle East where people can be openly gay. And I saw women in government. Israel's already had a female prime minister. I saw things. I saw things I had never seen. And I hear people talking and tweeting. And I feel like there's just there's no nuance to anything. It's like, this is bad and this is good. This is bad and this is good. In 2005, when I lived in Israel, Israel pulled all the settlements out of Gaza. And people were taken out of their homes. And it was a really intense time because a few years before that, when I was living in Israel, there was an intifada and the Sabaro Pizzeria was blown up. There were a lot of Americans killed in a lot of those bombings. 
It's a very intense time. But a few years later, they gave back Gaza. And one thing I saw with my own eyes were houses in Gaza, beautiful houses that were left for the Palestinians and a desalinization plant where Israel had figured out the technology to be able to desalinize the Mediterranean to make clean drinking water. And this factory like produced so much great infrastructure. And there were also incredible greenhouses where Israel had created the technology to be able to grow things in the desert out of sand, create produce, so many incredible vegetables. And I thought, wow, because very soon after, everything there, all this infrastructure, all the homes, all of that technology, all the infrastructure that could have provided so much resource, it was bulldozed. Their leadership bulldozed all of it so that they couldn't even use it or enjoy that. And when I saw that, I remember speaking to an Arab teenager, a Palestinian teenager, and we both cried. We sobbed so hard, I almost threw up. I said, how, how can that be? There's so much that I could say. I could speak about this for hours on end. But what I know is that there is gray and complexities and nuances that people for some reason they're not only not talking about, but things are starting to be really terrifying for Jews around the world. And in the last week, there were Jewish people who were literally accosted, just sitting in front of a restaurant in LA, sitting at a restaurant in New York, walking across the street. A man was shot and killed in Baltimore and hate crimes are up 438% for Jews around the world. And you should see what's going on behind the scenes. We're being told that schools, Jewish kids, things that are happening in ways that people need to protect ourselves, things that are happening, threats, real, incredibly crazy things where, where we were living the last 17 years in Pico Robertson and near, near Beverly Hills. Um, there were reports of people going, looking door to door for houses with mezuzahs, um, screaming things, um, come out, come out Jews. We're going to, you know, looking for, looking for Jewish people, Jewish kids, um, saying things like, we're going to rape your daughters, you know, like, it's just really scary. And, um. I just feel like no matter what, I just want to know that at every moment in my life, I have integrity. And I just wish that people were willing to have 
real conversations where they really want to listen and they're really willing to hear. You know, before I went to Israel, I just didn't get it. And I was editor of my college paper and I really only like knew this one narrative. And when I got there, I started to see the nuances and I just saw so many good people. I saw so many kind, great, sweet Arab families and so many sweet, proud, liberal, progressive Jewish people. And I saw so much kindness and it's like, the media doesn't want to report that. It's too, doesn't sell, you know, to show goodness and kindness. Um, but there's just so much misinformation and the misinformation is inciting a lot of hate. And now there are Jews like all around the world who are paying the price for that. And um, there are Arabs all around the world paying the price for that. So I think that we're all capable of doing better. We can do better. And the past 11 days, I hesitated to say anything like this because I thought, oh, you know, people will bully me. People will not like me. And then I thought, you know what? Like, like Elphaba says, if that's love, it comes at too high a cost. If I can't say how my heart is broken, I should be able to say it. So I want to see a free Palestine. I want to see every one of those kids thriving. And I want to see a free Israel where people are completely safe. And I have so much that I know about this situation, but to go into point by point by point, I'd like to sit down and have like a cup of coffee and be able to spend the time to really share and discuss it. But suffice it to say, there are a lot of nuances. And suffice it to say this, I'll just say this. My whole life, I wanted to know what unconditional love felt like. And when I went to Israel, what I learned about goodness, what I learned about love, Rabbi Aaron says, love is not earned. If it's love, it's just given. It's a gift. You don't have to earn it. And the Torah that I learned for two years gave me the insight that I pour into my work that teaches me to love completely unconditionally and to fight with every breath for humans to see their value. And I charged that battery inside of me and grew in that way 
in the time I spent in Jerusalem. And so to think that we can paint this with one brush feels very off and very much not my, my experience. And so I, I pray that we have the right clarity and the right leadership on both sides that we start to see things really come together in the best way. Because I know that we can do better. And I guess I just wish that I could take every person with me and show them a, a taste of what I saw. Because I've never seen goodness like that. And um, there's people who need us. And we have such luxury here. Such luxury, we're thousands of miles away. And so we just need to be so respectful that what we say contributes to kindness and peace and goodness and doesn't propagate one-sided narratives that incite hate and don't really tell the nuanced full story of what's actually going on because it is there's so much i was talking to a friend about the other day and she's like that's what's really that well what about this and i said well it's this and she said and that and i said well here's this fact and she's like i didn't know that she goes oh my god there's so many more pieces to this i wish i would have known that before I just read this. I'm like, don't just read headlines, like really study it. Like really look at this, 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 and this, and you'll start to see certain things add up to get you to a different answer. So um, wishing everybody a Shabbat Shalom, freedom and peace and safety. And um, thank you. All right. Well, I hope you guys are going to enjoy these mini episodes. If there's something that you need to hear, if there's a question that you have, if there's a certain particular way that I can support you, please feel free to DM me on Instagram at kathy.heller. I'm here for you. I'm here to remind you with complete certainty that it is absolutely possible for you to get paid to do what you love, for you to feel that feeling of purpose and contribution in your life every day because you were put here. You were assigned to share with the world that which is uniquely yours. And so if there is any way that I can help support you, please let me know. In the meantime, I'll be bringing you these daily doses and hoping that that makes a difference. I love you so much. If this is helpful, please share it on your Instagram. Please text it to somebody. Let's keep spreading the love and helping people to show up more in this life with the magic that they were given.